Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? This is the Brotherhood coming to you live. That brother's name is Brother Brandon Berg, BB. Hello, I am the BB, and that brother's BB. name is Vincent Mary Carrasco. What's up, world? How you doing? Hey, world. We're here. You're there. Nice to be with y'all. Thanks for tuning in to the Brotherhood. Yeah, we appreciate it for sticking with us. So what's been happening, man? What's been happening in your life, what's Brandon? How are you, man? In my life. I'm good. What's 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 been happening? Just school, man. We uh school started again. It's been a little uh lull in Brother Hut episodes due to the amount of classes and the activities amount of classes and, and activities. Many and pages of reading. Many pages, bro. Yeah. yeah. Bro, I feel like I've been doing <laughs> a lot more reading this semester, like just a bunch. A lot of reading. Yes, I I do feel the same way. I could do more too. Um, what are you reading right now? Well, I was reading some uh, modern Catholic social thought today, and mm. I need to do some bioethics reading. And there's always reading to do for a Gospel of John class. Nice. So that's cool. What about personal reading? What do you are you doing anything for that? Uh, well, I've been trying to read some Franciscan stuff. I'm still working on my master's thesis. And uh, yeah, I'm behind hey. behind on that significantly. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far behind. I think I'm in first place. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's the what do you what what's uh, talk to me about this extra amount of reading you've been doing? Like extra amount of reading, you know. So uh, right, yeah, we're just reading a lot for class. You know, like uh, we're doing like a history course from uh, the Roman Empire up until i think the uh like past the crusades you know so yeah there's just a lot of like this history book i just picked it up and i read like i think it was like 70 pages bro just like just going nice. i think i like history i don't know so you I like mean, reading about it at least, like though. reading about it yeah, yeah. So it was pretty good so you know like the crusades and stuff yeah well-written yeah, history book can good. be fascinating it's like really good yeah I remember when I was in college and I realized there was like a history major and I realized what people did. I was like, you just read about history all the time and then talk about it. I was like, like that's I wanna, pretty cool. Yeah, like, I want to yeah. do that. <laughs> like, Man, I read about history. Bro. I, I didn't know history majors were that cool. But then but I tried to take a class. There was like a special class on like Norse gods, like Norwegian and Swedish, like mythical history or whatever. Norwegian gods? We had this huge book. <laughs> it was like three inches thick or something. Yeah. And then I dropped out. <laughs> I, like, nah. I quit. I'm I like, giving up. I was like, nah, Same that's for me. too much reading. <laughs> it's funny. It's crazy. But like personal reading, yeah, like we're doing so much like classwork, class reading. It's hard to find time to do like read stuff that you actually want to read, mm -hmm. you know. But um, like my reading style is weird. So I go like have some books that I want to read and then I'll pick, I'll start one. I'll read a couple pages and then skip, go to another mm -hmm. book. Yeah. So... Like all my books, there's like a, like a, you know, bookmark and yeah. random. Is that places. why you made all those bookmarks? You just been picking yeah. up books. Yeah. So read? I just I made random bookmarks. Read there. a few pages. <laughs> but yeah. I'm reading a book now on Donald Driver, the Green Bay Packers wide receiver. Whoa. I like reading those sports books like uh, uh, Tony Dungy, nice. Donald Driver. Yeah, that's a good one. Donald Driver. I haven't finished it yet, but okay. it's pretty good so far. He's an active player. No, he's retired. No. Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer. Interesting. You know? But yeah. I feel like I know that name, but it's not. Donald there's Driver, no picture yeah. coming to mind. Big, big guy, yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, good. I'm glad that's a good place for NFL. Should be big guys. Mm-hmm. They do well. They do well. Um, what else? I've been um, enjoying being back in the swing with the seminarians playing volleyball on Tuesday nights. Oh, that's right. Seminarians get together for different sport activities, and my favorite is volleyball. We got the Rector's Cup coming up, man. So Mm -hmm. the seminary here gets together. They have tournaments once in the spring. That's the one we're going to participate in this coming weekend. It's called the Rector's Cup, and then in the fall they do, uh, what is it, the Bishop's Cup? Uh, Archbishop's Cup. Cup, yeah. Different yeah, Houston versus San Antonio for the Bishop's Cup. And then the Rector's Cup is theology versus philosophy students. That's oh, how they do it. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yep. You got to come and watch us play basketball, bro. We're playing Dang. Saturday morning basketball. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I might come. I might. Fun. No, I guess. I actually, I don't think I'm going to go. So. Because it's uh, Brother Eugene, one of the Oblate brothers, is making his final vows that morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So I'm probably going to go to that and then work on stuff after that. So. Nice. But I did play two years ago in the Rector's Cup on the volleyball team on the theology side, obviously. How'd y'all do? And we won. You won? Yeah, Your it was team? like, you won uh, the whole thing? I think it was best out of three. So we were going to play. I mean, and I think we won. Did we win two in a row? What do you get when you win? What, Nothing. What? 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 Bragging rights. That's it? I you think don't so. get a trophy or anything? I don't Candy remember seeing any trophy. Huh. It's just more of like a fraternal event. I mean. No. I <laughs> <laughs> want a prize. I want to win, man. I want a prize, man. <laughs> I want a medal, a diamond a medal, ring. Give me something. something. Show the world I all won. This, all this effort and all I get I is bragging rights? Like, I won this, man. I won, <laughs> I won the Rector's Cup. My mm-hmm. team won. I don't know if I want to play anymore. No, <laughs> 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 So, <laughs> so what else? What and else I've also having? been trying to spend at least one or two mornings or afternoons uh, walking around Woodlawn Lake. It's nice. It's spring in San Antonio. It's uh, they oh, usually say that so, uh, nice. so nice. Valentine's Day is uh, the start of spring in San Antonio. So I've noticed uh, some purple irises blooming. I've noticed the mountain laurel trees are blooming, and my eyes are itching again a little bit. So. <gasps> Definitely springtime. Like, yes. Allergies are upon every us, every bro. season hits you with the allergies in San Antonio. Actually, mm. summer's not too bad because it's so hot and dry for so long. But this has been kind of a nice, wet, cool spring, summer, uh, winter thing going on. So, yeah, uh, it's nice right now. I'm enjoying it. There's I'm been some baby it. geese. Uh, these aren't. Didn't you say those are called Egyptian geese? Or yeah, something? yeah, Egyptian geese. So this one little family of Egyptian geese had babies. There was like seven or eight of them at first, and they were all tiny and fuzzy and running around. And now there's only two. <laughs> I don't know where the other six, if they died or if they got oh, eaten by a man. fox or something. But They flew. Well, maybe. I don't think they can fly yet, actually. They're pretty <laughs> they, tiny still. They left mom. But, yeah, keeping an eye on them. And it's been raining here, too, in San Antonio. So I don't know where all where people put their trash, but like when it rains, all this trash like washes into Woodlawn Lake. Every and I was down there this morning, and it was picking just, up trash. Well, I picked up a few things on the way there, but there's so much in the lake. I mean, I could have spent all day and barely made a dent in it. Like, just it was the worst I'd ever seen it today. Dang. And I don't know because I've crazy. actually seen like San Antonio has a boat, and I think somebody like drives around on the boat and like picks, picks up, up trash. All this trash. Yeah, so mm-hmm. maybe they just haven't. Maybe they'll they'll probably be working on it tomorrow, Monday. They'll be back full time, whatever. But. 
It was bad today. He had the Sunday off. He was bad. He's like, this is the Lord's day, man. Right. I ain't working today. I'm, I'm leaving that trash no. there. Non lake <laughs> trash. I'm picking up no. trash today. It's Lord's day. That's funny. Bro, you said something that, that you reminded me yeah. uh, when we were having our house chapter. I was cracking up when you were sharing. And you were talking about the birds, but you reminded me mm. when you were saying that you were. It's like, you know, there's been a lot of noise in the in the in the in the, in the mornings so far. You know, and you were talking about getting frustrated, and then you uh-huh. said like, I think, but then the birds are also yeah. making noise, so it made me happy. And then yeah. you're like, <laughs> you're like, I think there's some birds back from winter break because they're, they're well, there's like new, this. there's like new sounds in town. I mean. You like the birds, right? You go out. You can yeah. tell, like, yeah, I love birds, there's more yeah. birds around than there were the last couple months. Yeah. It's colder. They've yeah. been migrating. Or yeah, there's definitely more. It seems like when it's rainy, wet in the morning, like, there's more action. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They come yeah. out for the little bird. Yeah, bird. they come out for the... And the worms come out, so they yeah. suck up on some worms. <laughs> Free worms. Yeah, that cracked me up, though. Like, I think the <laughs> birds are back from winter break. Because yeah. I wanted to say, like, well, I don't want any noise in the morning. I was like, oh, wait, but I like the sound of the birds But chirping. the birds oh, making yeah. nice noise. <laughs> the birds. Yeah, the birds. Funny. That's funny, man. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good stuff. Oh, man. Good stuff. So speaking of good stuff. Good stuff. And holy noise, you know. Yeah. And prayer. We want to dedicate this episode to uh, just consecrated life. Like we just celebrated World Day for Consecrated Religious on February 6th. Second. Was it second? Yeah, it's always the feast of the presentation. Oh, that's right, because it was Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, so, you know, we just want to dedicate this episode to Consecrated Religious, and we're going to hopefully share with you what that means for us, how long we've been in the consecrated life business. <laughs> and uh yeah what that journey has looked like for us so you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of thing that goes on we right like just in the consecrated you know besides the vows of poverty chastity and obedience there's something i feel like ontologically i'm gonna use a big word Dang. There's something ontologically. He just dropped ontology on it. Like y'all ready for this, brother? Di- like different, you know what I mean? Um, you guys take a step back. <laughs> We're gonna take a commercial <laughs> break. <laughs> We're gonna consult the theological dictionary <laughs> to make sure brother Vinny's getting this right. But no, actually, there's no, there's no ontological the, change, right? But like there, you know, it's like when you make the commitment. Okay, I'm gonna live this life. I'm gonna right. be. I'm gonna live my life as a consecrated religious. I want to live, you know, intimately with God, closer sure. to God, with the community, with the community. Yeah, like there's something regular prayer, like inside that changes. Yes. You know, like you're, you know, I, I don't even like more freedom. You know, like peace. You know, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. You know. Yeah. So. We get the blessing of studying philosophy and like we study metaphysics and it's like the study of being and ontology. It's like a fancy word for the study of being. So there are like the reason that comes into play because at baptism, is it baptism, right? Baptism, holy orders and confirmation. 
Oh, it's the noisy cars driving through the neighborhood. Wow, they're going. They are. So some of the sacraments uh, confer such uh, such a mark on the soul, on the person. Indelible mark. That it's called ontological because it changes their very being. And I think is the only one. Well, we should, well, we should work this out. Well, baptism leaves an indelible mark, but it's not an ontological change, is it? I think only holy orders is like the change because it right, like, like conf- the priesthood configures priesthood the man to Christ. We'll have to get back on all those details. But anyways, I just want to explain that word. But we just want to talk about consecrated life, which is different than like ordained life. Right. So w- consecrated life means taking the vows of poverty, chastity, obedience. And like Vinny was saying, it doesn't necessarily change the ontology of a person's soul but once you once you just point yourself in the direction of god and live in a community and spend time in prayer it does change you from the inside out right change you or from the outside in or changes your whole thing like well like that from my experience you know that's how that's kind of how like i've i feel has been happening yeah you know well the word that brings up is conversion and then sure I say that sometimes jokingly, but mostly truthfully, like conversion is real. You know, like I don't live my life the way I used to. I don't think, I don't talk, I don't react the way I used to. You know, it's stuff changes, you know, like spending time with God and praying like God hears prayers. God answers prayers. I mean, stuff is real, you know, so. Bro, it's so crazy too thinking about that. Like, you know, you're talking about change. And like all of that comes with the, the the like as soon as you make that decision, you know, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna live my life this way, you know, dedicated uh in the way that I've chosen or the way that I feel called, you know, and it's like, you know, a whole package that comes with that, you know, you're talking about change, like, you know, uh you know, I like I'm different from the person I was five, ten years ago. Sure. Or you know. or the person that I would be if I did yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. Just the people I've no- I know, you sure. know, relationships, you know, just even sometimes even conversations, you know, yeah, everything sure. changes. And I feel like as a consecrated religious, you know, trusting that that's being directed in the right way, you know, is required. Mm-hmm. So... Dang, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, okay. But yeah. Very nice. What's how how's your journey been as a consecrated religious? Um let's go there. Yeah, the journey. Let's go there. Yeah, it's um you know, for me a lot about religious life looked really good from the outside. So I guess I, one of the things that I was able to get hooked up with religious life is because I went to a high school and a college run by monks and nuns, mm-hmm. uh, the Benedictines in yeah. Atchison, Kansas. That's right. We're Benedictine brothers. We are. We're Benny Alumni. bros, man. Benny bros. So in though, even though I didn't really know any of them that well, I knew it was possible. Like, you know, that that's a real thing. Like those nuns live in that monastery and those brothers live in that monastery. Like it was possible for you? Yeah. Well, it was just that it existed even, oh, okay. you know. Because yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, there's so few religious today that, a lot of people they don't just even know don't, they don't even have a clue that you know we exist bro. Yeah, right. yeah the other day i was at the post office and this guy was like bro like 
you know, you're a man of the cloth. Like, he's <laughs> like, you know, I didn't even know you guys existed, man. You know, <laughs> you're still alive. Yeah, he's like, what's your name, bro? You know, yeah, yeah. but you're right. It's like right. Pe- some people don't even know. Sure. Even Catholics. I mean, the guy, yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah. So I guess the fact that, uh, that I knew it existed, that, um, when I was able to like to really ask God what to do with my life and to search for that answer, that religious life actually became a possibility because I knew it existed and I knew the people and I knew they were mostly joyful mm-hmm. and I knew they lived a life of service and they were usually happy. So I was like, well, I mean, that could happen, right? I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> I know guys that do that. I know ladies that do that. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, right. And there's like, you're you're hinting at it. there's like different ways that you can live out the consecrated life like um you know we know some single lay people who are devo- you know they've consecrated themselves to be single uh live single lives without getting married you know and then there's all, you know like minor consecrations like you know consecration to Christ mm. through the Virgin Mary, sure. You know, consecration through like certain saints, all that. You know, mm. and uh, well, those are like different, yeah, different things. degrees. Yeah, of consecration, like, you know, but like our life, consecrated through the vows. Yeah, because our life is like a public, right, ecclesial consecration, right, with the public like documents and yeah. like Rome gets involved. Like if you consecrate yourself to Jesus through the Virgin Mary, that's that's awesome, right? Everybody yeah. should do that. But it's not public, and it's not like binding the way like if you join a religious order, yeah, or a secular institute. So it's not as good. No, I'm just. But it's kidding. like, <laughs> but I actually I wanted to talk about that because um, it it uses the same word, right? Like you consecrate yourself to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary, and mm-hmm. you make and when you enter religious order, you become consecrated life. So it's like two of the things that that come to mind, like just from that word consecrated. Because mm-hmm. we do that to churches. Churches are consecrated. Right. Uh, chalices are consecrated. Altars are consecrated. Right. And it basically means like set aside. Okay. Like it's only, we're only going to use this altar for the worship of God. Mm. It's not going to be a table where we eat a meal. Right. It's not going to be a stand for a, you know, a TV. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. you might, you might have to put a book on it for the oh, altar. Yeah. Or you right. might have to oh, yeah, put right. a candle, but it's not going to be, <laughs> it's not going to be for TV. It's going to be for the worship of God. Right. We're not going to put a TV on it. I don't know. I guess actually you might have to show a video, but you wouldn't put the video screen on the no. altar. No, never. Yeah, so we'll never yeah you wouldn't. That. Yeah, because that would be, that was not what it's for. It's set aside right. for the worship of God. No, that's a good point. Though. Like a chalice. Yeah. A chalice gets consecrated. The chalice can, you can't put Diet Coke right. in the chalice. can't put like iced tea. You can't. Item. You, you can't is, watch a movie and drink, you know, yeah. Mountain Dew out of, out of your chalice, you right? Because it's set aside for that's the worship good, of God. Like uh, when a priest, when a priest is ordained, he said his hands are anointed like they're consecrated like these hands are for the worship of god like this man is conformed to christ set aside so it's the same similar idea when a when a woman or a man makes vows in a religious order or an institute they're setting themselves aside like this man this woman lives for god mm-hmm. they live they pray the prayer of the church they live a you know a daily life of um, sacrifice as they're abled um of prayer as their community is involved in yeah. some communities are more active some communities are more contemplative some like our own we try and do a balance of both and also like dedicated so like set aside and dedicated mm-hmm. so it's a life set aside and dedicated to god to jesus to mary to the church to service to prayer to fraternity to 
yeah all those different cool things we get to do so yeah that's neat though man yeah. no that's a good point i like that which is like the same thing as like like the like the what's the saint uh, saint louis de montfort is a popular consecration to right. jesus uh to, Mar- to, to jesus, to jesus through, mary. through mary yeah and it's the same thing it's like uh you know, you're consecrating yourself, you know, through Mary's intercession to Jesus. So you're set aside as like, you know, Mary's going to be a special intercession. You know, you you go through the consecration process, you grow closer, you pray yeah. more, mm-hmm. the whole thing. And it gets you ready for that, for that lifestyle. Um, but it's a private uh, devotional. Yeah. It's very wonderful. It's very good. It's just a different level than like, yeah, joining a religious order because mm-hmm. um, that's a public thing. Yeah. Both are good. They're just different. Wow, I like that distinction. Yeah, yeah, that you made. That's really neat. Consecrated. So, how does it feel to be consecrated, bro? Man, it feels so good. I mean, when you like when I hear you talking about you know being set aside. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, that's the decision that I'm making that I'm I want to make. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to set myself aside. Mm-hmm. You know, and in doing that, you know, you set so many other things aside. You know, that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't you know, pick up on, you know, like, uh, just different things, you know, relationships with your family, relation, you know, different things, you know, um, just a lot that you set aside, but it's a sacrifice that brings peace, you know, a lot of freedom in my life. Yeah. I've experienced so much, you know, so much grace and just powerful instances of, you know, God working through, my life and like those things that need to be consecrated, you know, those things that need to be, you know, cared for mm-hmm. in my life, you know, those areas. But man, yeah, it's, it's been a beautiful journey of faith. Yeah. It's been more than I could have ever mapped So I out. wanted to ask you about, um, mentioning there like a choice. What, what would you say? Like, is it, how does for the, for you like how is the balance between like being called to religious life and choosing religious life? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, how would you answer that question? Like, is it I've only been called, or I've only chosen, or some of both, or what's uh, your experience like between like between being called? So, like, obviously, I'm I'm assuming somewhere along you felt or heard a calling to religious life. Yeah. And you discern that, but also like um, choosing, because then you have to, right. you also have to choose. Right. Does it, does it, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So okay. in my experience, you know, there's an element of... Because you can hear the calling be like, nah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm good. And like a lot of us do that, you know, it's like mm. early on in our lives, it was like that. Like, you know, you feel called, you know, you, there's like the tug on your heart, you know, mm. that you feel, okay, this is my spot. But then you're like, nah. You know, you put it aside. Sure. Um, but I think there's an element of both. And, you know, and from my experience, you know, it was the first one. You know, I feel you feel called. You mm-hmm. feel like you're supposed to be there. Um, and then you put it aside, you know. But then, mm-hmm. like, you know, as you mature and as you, like, make after you've made that commitment, you know, in my life, after I've, you know, okay, gone through the steps of like living the life you start to you know choose that in freedom you know Mm. uh like accepting um your life you know accepting your life and the calling that you've been given you know 
but that's how it's been for me you know mm-hmm. like slowly through the years you know becoming more accepting of the life that you know is you know even though it's not always clear you know sometimes it isn't like sometimes i wake up like what the hell you know what, what, what am i doing <laughs> sure what is this you know but slowly that's like the process you know like it becomes slowly becomes clear you know and like i have freedom in, in saying you know and and trusting that this is it nice you know because i would say for me like early on it was just all being called like yeah i quit my job I moved like because of a call, right? Because of a discernment, because of prayer, yeah. because God spoke to me like in different ways, and I'm answering this call. But then later on, especially for for me, it really came at like final vows, yeah. Like because I think early on I was answering the call like kind of because I had to, mm. because I, I I mean the pressure was only my own, but it was maybe like a misunderstanding of like. And I, but I think God used it, you know, like it was sure. genuine, but I was like, oh, I have to do this, you know, because, or if I don't, you know, then God's going to, I don't know, whatever. Right. But eventually it became on like, you know, God's going to love me here. God's going to love me there in mm-hmm. the order, out of the order. But I choose this, you know, this is what, you know, I've been called, but it's also what I want for me. Yeah. And I'm doing it. Yeah. And then, so that was kind of like a once for all making final vows. But then, you know, every morning when that alarm goes off, like, am I choosing this life today yeah, <laughs> or am I choosing, am I choosing yeah. whatever I want to do today? So it's a, yeah. uh, it's a daily, it's also become like a daily choice. I mean, there's some days where I don't think about it, where I just <laughs> yeah. get up like, all right, let's do this. Let's Everything's do it, cool. Bro. Let's We're get fries. that coffee. Let's get that prayer. Let's get that Jesus. And other days it's like, nah, I'm like. Damn it, man. Like, you know, just yeah, kind I'm of totally. frustrated or <laughs> not wanting to do no, totally. the prayer thing in the morning. But yeah, for me, it's just been, it's really, uh, it's, it's still kind of like a heavy thing, like where like I've made this commitment and I wear this habit and I've made these vows. So it's like, I, I want to live it the best I can. Right. I mean, and I'm still growing in that obviously. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. So That's choosing cool. to answer the call, I guess. But. Yeah, choosing. And it's like, you know, a combination, mm-hmm. you know, sure. choosing and, you know, believing that you are called, you know. And I think a lot of it is, you know, uh, there needs to be some reflection. You know, like in my life, there was a lot of times when I was like thinking about, okay, what am I doing? How am I doing this? You know, how is God present? You know, is he present? You know, what 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 am I feeling? What's, you know, all these, you know, kind of big questions. Mm-hmm. They seem small, but they're big, you know. Sure. But I think a lot of it is just discerning, you know, where is God present? Where has God been present in my life? You know, what am I What am I feeling that is godly here in, like, as in this life, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, that's guided me, man, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's guided me into make you know, discovering the choice, you know? Okay, like, this... You know, because we experience God in a powerful way and, it, and you know, it kind of helps you to choose, okay, like I want to experience God in the same way for the rest of my life here, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I want to choose that. I'm choosing mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, and I've, you know, it's, Very yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, what about, what's, what have been some of the gifts or graces or 
bennies, some benefits? Like what? Benny what would benefits. you say? Like if you were gonna really sell this to somebody, but like truthfully, yeah, like um, you have down like rewards, but yeah, what's uh, what's come to you? What would you say? How would you answer that question? What's come to you from your commitment to religious life? On the positive side, yeah. Well, so lately there's been a lot of just uh, you know prayer on uh, love specifically, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I think if I was to really sell the life, you know, and uh, you know, like if I saw someone and I felt that they had a you know just a beautiful spirit about themselves, you know, nice charism of life, you know, and I felt like they were called to religious life, you know. Um, I think I, I would ask them, yeah, like, you, you know, you want them to cultivate that. You want them to grow out of love, you know, in, into the life, you know, like just, yeah, become a better person through the love that they've already been given, you know. Mm. Um, but, yeah, more and more, like, in my prayer and my meditation, you know, it's becoming, I guess, known to me that, you know, God's love strengthens us no matter what like mm. god's love is gonna purify us sanctify Amen. us you know and make our love our desire our commitment holy you know and it just requires that we love love god you know love god back and i think you know yeah through that our love becomes holy our love becomes purified sanctified mm. mm-hmm. you know so Very nice now i want to flip the coin Oh, flip that going, man. <laughs> you got any pet peeves on religious life? You know what those are? Oh, like, bro, I do. <laughs> I'm going to just lay we don't, the list No, no down. names, right? No names. Why not? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't like it when you... No. <laughs> don't point the finger at me. No. But, like, yeah, what's, uh you know, for, for, uh, for a worldwide listening audience here, what would you say about... Pet peeves. peeves of religion, because it's like you know, no, just to paint a picture, right? Well, this so, is very real, too. Right? Like, it looks good from the outside. You meet the brothers; some, everything got, looks yeah. fun. But then, like day after day after day, with the same people, and like uh, you know, the life, and it's a house, and we have to run the house, and so yeah, yeah. You got any off the top of your head? Yeah, I think of two right now, and I mean, they they sound small. But they're but like that's what pet peeves are. They're, they're like, tiny ah, things that, like b- tiny that make things. a big difference. Yeah. Right? So yeah. one of the things, okay, like if I if we're doing evening prayer, morning prayer, whatever, and there's always one person that's like too fast or too slow, you know, <laughs> and you know they're just uh, that just bothers me, bro. I'm yeah. like, come on, like get in the same page, you know, because I l- I like to take my time, you know, like you know you do the prayer, uh, you know, oh my God, you are my God. For you, I long mm-hmm. like the deer that yearns for, you know what I mean? Like you take sure. that breath and you just, but some guys that are like, you know, oh my God, you're oh my God, for you, I long. <laughs> just real fast. You know, I'm like, yeah. slow it down. Yeah, that, yeah. So that's one of my pet peeves. The other pet peeves. So you're talking about specifically like uh, we, one of the things that people in consecrated life do is they recite the Psalms together. Yes. Yeah, like the liturgy, the hours. And, and uh, the, the divine office right. of the church. So. And it's always one person that's... And it's back and forth. Face. It's like antiphonally. So the people on the left side recite one stanza and the people on the right side recite another stanza. Yeah. But um, yeah, people do go at different paces, even on the same side, of course, right? And then there's 
another pet peeve. Well, there's a couple more. I don't know how much time we got. <laughs> so two of them involve the yeah. car. You know, so like you get in a car, you're like in a hurry. You got somewhere to go. All right, I got this ministry. You know, so you get in the car, turn on the car is empty oh, on gas. No yeah. gas. Come on, man. And there's general, like a general rule of thumb that we have, right, bro? It's like, you know, once it gets down to three quarters of a of a tank, you put more gas. <laughs> right, brothers listening? No, I'm just kidding. And then, like, even before that. Everybody you, should tune into our latest episode in the Friary. No, and then even before you get in the car, it's like some brothers are too short. Some bro. brothers are taller than the other ones. And so, you know. Adjusting the seat yeah, adjust and the, the mirrors. Seat, you know. And, yeah. Yeah, so there's one brother, I won't say any names. He like he puts the uh what do you the the steering wheel uh-huh. whenever whenever he's done yeah, driving. Really. He'll adjust the steering wheel and move it all the way down yeah. to the bottom. Well that's how he drives with it. Yeah. yeah. So you get in the car and you're like You can't even get in there. Know, you yeah. can't even get in the car yeah. like Yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> and like, then there's another No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could go on and on, I'm not kidding. Yeah. But I love life, you know. Yeah, like right? that's what's crazy. Right. Like I love this life. Exactly. Yeah. You know? The 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 way that I put it is like uh the benefit uh the blessings always outweigh like any sort of negative aspect, yeah. you know, like uh-huh, you know, I can list pet peeves too or whatever, but like when I'm honest, it's like I love the life, I love the guys, yeah. I love the prayer, I love the ministry, I love the freedom, I love the the closeness to God. I love, I like being set aside for God. It's incredible. Like it's an yeah. honor. It's a difficult calling that, yeah. What about you? You got, what are your, no, everything's great. Yeah, for me. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing ever upsets me. No, yeah, it's one thing at the house here that I, I don't know. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got that laugh. I just can't stand. Um, so we have these like uh, chain link fences like around the property and it's like kind of like chest high or whatever. Oh, and when we leave the fence open. The gate. like <laughs> The gate stays just open. close the gate. Like just turn around, just <laughs> latch it down. I mean, I just can't. I'll never understand it, you know? It's like. That's funny. What else? What else? <laughs> Come on. Now you got another one. Well, I was going to say the car one too. Oh, the gas, but, yeah. Uh, well, not the common. gas. The gas, I don't... Because I've done that, too. Some, sometimes I don't even It's look, you! You know? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What um, else? Yeah, what else? What else? Actually, I used to do that on purpose. Like, I would, like, go through the cars and see which one had the least gas just so I could fill it up as, like, a little bit of, like, service for the brothers. Or whatever. Ah. So, isn't that special? He's so cute. Look at him. Well, sort of, you sort of hinted at it this morning, but... Um, there's been some extra extra noise and noise during our meditation periods this morning, and I know brothers got stuff to do. We're all on, you know, sometimes all on different schedules, but um, it's just one hour a day. You know, we should really strive to keep it as quiet as possible for that hour. Yeah, that's a pet peeve. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, the kitchen I'm stuff is pretty good. Yeah, I could like name some got? stuff in the kitchen, but actually. You know the guys here, like I'm. I feel so blessed. Like, like we're pretty clean. Man. We're incredible. Like we're such gifted with like, I mean, really conscientious guys that like we had to look out for each other the best we can, and um, we got great cooks and yeah, people take care of their house jobs and yeah, it's a real blessing. It is, yeah. Definitely. So join consecrated life, yeah, because you won't regret it. Give yourself to God if God's calling. If God's not calling. Don't give yourself, I mean, yeah. yeah, we should all, like, in a way, like, 
you know, that's the one of one of the things that like uh, the consecrated life is a sign for the church in a lot of ways. And I think one mm-hmm. of them is like, especially from the you know most recently, the church has put a big emphasis on like the the universal call to holiness. Yeah. And so we get to walk around in these brown habits with our robes and rosaries and cords as a sign of God's love that ideally is calling everybody in the church and everybody ideally mm-hmm. in the whole world to a life of holiness. So we're yeah. like officially dedicated to remind you to be personally dedicated to God. This is your reminder. So, this is your reminder. That's I right. feel like we should have like, are you listening? I feel like this we should have one of those like Dr. Sam. Infomercial? What's his name? Oh. Dr. Sam, uncle Sam, you know, Oh, um, Uncle Sam, like the figure. I want you poster. Yeah, right, but yeah. but but you. This is your reminder. This is your reminder. Be holy. That's right. Yes, we're gonna make one of those and post it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, you got any shout outs, bro? To cap I do got up? shout outs. I want to give um, our. I'm not exactly sure what to call her. There's a <laughs> <laughs> a woman who no, uh, works for the Capuchins named Debbie, mm. and shout out to her. She listens, and even responded to one of our questions. So, like, definitely listens. I had asked a question earlier about the meaning of purple for Advent, and she hit me back with like two answers for that. So, thanks, Debbie, for listening and being joyful about that. And then, thank you, uh, Debbie. Shout out to Monty Chavez for working on the logo. I know we got some other work done on the logo, yeah. But the uh, the cat that I know is uh, Monty, Monty Chavez, Chavez, bro, so our boy. Thank I you. I think man. he listens sometimes. So, shout out to him for that help. And mm-hmm. what you got on shouts? Uh, shout out to, you know, those living the life, consecrated religious, Amen. you know, we had brother Gabriel out, um, you know, I've been, yeah, consecrated religious, those who are, you know, feeling called to the married life, single life, you know, shout out to you. God bless you. We'll keep you in our prayers. So on other news, uh, head over to Facebook, like our, our Facebook page, uh, you know, iTunes, mm-hmm. Spotify. And what's the other one? Podbean. And we're also on the Twitter. Check twit, out, man. The Twitter. Yeah. At the brother hut. At That's the right. brother underscore hut. So yeah, we'd love your uh, subscribing and your liking and a comment on uh, iTunes or Podbean. It would be stellar. Let us know you're out there. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. The brother hut. Signing out. Signing out, baby. God bless. <laughs>